other people will show us that they genuinely do not care about you. They will walk all over you and treat you like shit. And women are just taught to, you know, still see the good in people and just, you know, they're probably just having a bad day and it's probably our fault. You know, it's probably it's probably my fault that I, I asked them that question and that triggered them to yell at me. Hey, love. So welcome to an episode of Sit Like a Lady podcast with me, your host, Camilla. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to another episode of Sit Like a Lady with me, your host, Camilla, as you heard in the intro. Woo! Welcome back, everybody. Or if this is your first episode coming in, hello, welcome. I don't know why you would start at number 17, but that's fine. No judgment here. Um, How are you guys? How is everybody? How was everybody's week? I hope it was good. Let me know. Mine was all right. We will get into that in the catch up session. But let's start this episode out with an autocorrect. Let's see here. What do I have in my handy handy notes? Handy dandy notes. Okay. In the last episode, I kept saying, know what I mean? You know what I mean? You know what I mean? So take a shot every time I said, you know what I mean? Um, be careful. You might end up very, very drunk and need to have your stomach pumped from alcohol poisoning because it was many times that I said it. So don't play that game. Actually, you will die. Second in the autocorrect session. Okay. So I spoke about last week. I spoke about the current bachelor scandal that is going on. There has been a few updates. So I will talk about that later on. I know so sad for the people who don't watch the bachelor, but The scandal is very scandalous, so I'm going to speak about it on the podcast. However, in last week's episode, I mentioned how Rachel Kirkconnell, how her dad donated to Trump, like to the Trump Foundation or whatever. I don't even think Trump has a foundation. I don't know what I said. So I did some research and I fact checked. Um, I got this information from an article on bustle.com that it is true that in fact both of her parents did donate to a republican party fundraising um, platform that aided to president trump's failed 2020 campaign so mm, i'm not saying they're racist but looks a little racist to me so that was pretty interesting that i thought i should mention and also clarify from the last episode in case it didn't make sense because it in fact did not make sense (laughs) so moving on that's all i had to say moving on to a catch-up session i want to make a jingle for autocorrect and catch-up sessions and maybe a disclaimer jingle i think that'd be so fun and cute but i have no idea how to make a jingle um if anybody knows hit me up if anybody can sing hit me up and let's make some magic together baby ew 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 forget i said that but i would love to make a little jingle i think that'd be so cute it's like dun dun dun, dun ketchup session ketchup and mustard Obviously, I will not be the vocals behind the jingle. I think (laughs) that would be a bad thing. Okay, people will click right off immediately. So let's get into it. Okay, so I wanted to talk about this last week. I even had it on my points and my point form notes for the episode, but I completely forgot about it. I'm just so disoriented. Everything's been such a mess. However, I did want to talk about how I read a book. I read a book and it was so good. And I read the book. So I read a book and it was so incredible. It is officially my new favorite book. So let me get into a quick backstory. So one of the women in my workplace, she came up to me and she's like, oh, I have this book here. It's very, very good. You should read it. It's about World War II. And I was like, "Mm, I'm going to stop you right there, sweetie. 
That does not sound interesting to me at all. I'm like mostly into thrillers and crime and murder and all that stuff. I feel like unless somebody's getting brutally murdered, I'm not going to be interested in the book. However, she's like, you know, just give it a shot. Just see if you like it. And I was like, okay, fuck it. So I started, I started reading it and oh my God, I could not put this book down. You guys, it was so good. I loved it from beginning to end. It was so well done. Like if I, if I go into too much detail about it, it's going to sound boring. But when I tell you this book is not boring, it's actually incredible. It's called The Winemaker's Wife. Who is the author? Hold on. I have it written down here by so the book is called the winemaker's wife by Kristen harmel and oh my gosh it was so good i couldn't put down i cried at the end i haven't cried at the end of a book since (laughs) since high school when i read the divergent series and the last book allegiant spoiler alert if you haven't read it these have been out for thirty thousand years so this is not my fault if this is a spoiler but when the main character dies at the end and they were spreading her ashes oh my god i was just bawling my little high school my little high school heart couldn't handle it and that was the last time i cried while reading a book and this one Oh my God, it was just such a beautiful ending. I just cried and I cried and I, I had to give it back to my coworker and I want to buy myself uh, my, my own copy so I can reread it and just, oh, it's so good. It is officially my new favorite book. I recommend any, everybody to read it. It is so well done. Please go ahead and read The Winemaker's Wife. It's not sponsored at all, but this book moved me. I loved the characters and the story and I think If you're a reader, you would definitely enjoy this book. So take my recommendations because I make the best ones. Um, Okay, let's get into the few updates on The Bachelor scandal. There's been very little, but I think I should still talk about them since I talked about it last week. If you don't watch The Bachelor, you're not interested in the current scandal going on. Just skip ahead probably two minutes and I'll be done with it. But for those of you who are interested, buckle in. Let's get into it. So what has happened um, since my last episode? I recorded last Wednesday. So it's been quite um it's been a little over a week um rachel kirkconnell has issued an apology and it was just every regular apology that you see when somebody's caught with a racist past nothing too special about it and then she went on igtv and posted about a seven minute long video basically oh my god it was just your usual youtuber apology she was on the floor she was wearing comfy clothing and just had this really somber tone and she started it with hi guys and it's like i've seen this all before like Every time somebody's caught in a racist scandal, it shouldn't even be called a scandal. It should just be called what it is, a racist past. It shouldn't even be called a racist past. It should just be this person is racist because these things were as recent as late 2018, almost 2019. Like, that's absolutely ridiculous to me. So the whole time she was on the floor, um, she went on to say how she wasn't posting anything about black like blm or anything else because it would come off as performative i on it like it's so tough i honestly have nothing to say about the whole thing like i just think that because like clearly she has a good pr team clearly she has somebody telling her all the right things to say and things that everybody's just gonna eat up and like appreciate her saying so anybody can stand in front of the camera in a somber tone in a hoodie and go like i like I'm so sorry. Please don't defend me. I like, I blah, blah, blah. Anybody can fucking do that. I can fucking do that. Put a camera in front of me and I will give you the best apology video ever. There will be tears. Okay. And not the cute little tears that it's like, you dab away with one little handkerchief. No, no, no. I'm talking sobbing, sobbing out of my nose. 
anybody can do that. So I think until I start seeing like, and I think a lot of people also um, agree with me in this point. It's like, until we start seeing changed actions along with actual consequences for her past actions, I'm not going to sit here and sympathize with a privileged white girl who has a racist past. Like, I'm just not going to do that. It doesn't really sit right with me, to be honest. And I don't really care if she says she's changed um, until we kind of see that she has changed as a person and she's using her platform to amplify, you know, people of color and their voices and their issues and, you know, use her own like money that she's gaining from all of this because at the end of the day she's getting publicity like people know her name she's gaining she has almost half a million followers on instagram like she's gaining publicity you google her name a million articles pop up obviously they're not positive but all publicity is good publicity and she is getting fans from it i was even when i was looking at her instagram i saw that people from my high school are following her and liking her stuff and commenting going like we're with you girl like you did nothing wrong and it's like are you fucking kidding me so she is getting a platform from this whole scandal all publicity is good publicity right so until she starts using her platform to amplify voices that are very like that are basically silenced and do her part and actually try to be a change in the world then i'm not really interested into what she has to say because anybody can say that also um last part that was updated it was also announced that emmanuel echo i think is how you pronounce his name i'll autocorrect it next week if that's not how you say it um is replacing chris harrison in after the final rose um i didn't really know who this person was so i did a quick google he is an author and a formal nfl linebacker which i thought was a very interesting choice i thought they were going to pick someone who was already involved in the franchise however i think it's a pretty good choice like i'm actually excited to see a fresh face you know in the bachelor franchise and not seeing the same 10 people be rotated around the same shows it's like we're constantly getting the same people being on the bachelor and on bachelor in paradise and on the bachelorette and like any other additional shows that they put out like they did a winter games one time i did not watch that i found it so stupid um there's a line and they crossed it like what why what does that even have to do with anything so for me I'm very excited to see a fresh face and see somebody else. Hopefully it'll be funny too, because Chris Harrison takes this shit way too seriously sometimes. I think we need some comedy in there. So I'm excited. So we'll see. Um, that's it for The Bachelor scandal. I will keep you guys updated if more stuff comes out. So what did I do this week? What else did I do? Let's see. Um, I, okay, I have a problem with shopping and I constantly think that buying things will make me feel better about my life and retail therapy works obviously it doesn't like I order a bunch of shit and then it comes in and I'm excited for 20 minutes and then I'm like hmm anyways back to being sad about this global pandemic that's going around the world so on an impulse I literally randomly bought an iPad yesterday I don't know I, I don't know. I honestly don't know what to tell you. I convinced myself to buy it. I've always wanted one. I thought they were really cool. I think it might help me with the podcasting because I'm just using my one little laptop screen to record and research and have the script and all this. And it's getting becoming very overwhelming. So I think that, you know, this iPad might do, might do some work, you know, it might help me out. But it was so... <laughs> I don't know where I I don't know I need to stop somebody needs to take my credit card away because I'm just impulse buying everything and I need to stop what else did I do this week oh last weekend so I pre-recorded the episode and I scheduled it for last weekend and I went snowboarding 
I know me who the fuck like me the most unathletic person in the world went snowboarding for the weekend um I'm trying not to say no to things ever since COVID. Like somebody invites me somewhere. I honestly want to say yes, just for the experience. So I said yes to this very last minute snowboarding trip. And let me tell you, it was the most fun I've had in months. It was a blast. I have never learned how to, I've never snowboarded before in my life. I've never even been on skis. No, wait, sorry. I lied. I went on skis when I was in grade six or grade seven, I believe for a class trip. And I stayed on the bunny hill the whole entire trip. I hated class trips. I honestly hated them very much. It's like, Ugh, I see you guys every single day. Like, why do we have to add activities into this? Anyways, um, So I'm like, okay, fuck it, let's go. So I rented the equipment and then I'm so like everybody who knows me knows that I'm not athletic when it like at all at all I have no balance no coordination no nothing. So my friends have all been snowboarding in the past and I get on the snowboard and I'm slipping and it's not even like down the hill yet. It's just putting it on just trying it on and I'm slipping and sliding and I'm freaking out. And obviously I start having like a little mini panic attack and my friends, instead of teaching me how to do it, they're like, all right, let's get on the lift and go down the hill. And I'm like, um, I'm not even able to take two steps here. What do you mean? They're like, it's fine. You learn by doing, you learn by doing, you learn by experience. Let's go. And I was like, all right. So we get on the ski lift and I just start having a panic attack, like a full blown panic attack. Um, I start freaking out. I don't know where it came from. I was just genuinely like scared for my life and I was hyperventilating and I was very, very scared. Once we got to the top, I was just slipping and sliding and falling very, like very hard. And I was like, fuck it. Like you're in your head. Just get out of your head. Just have fun. Nobody cares if you fall, like just have a good time. So I'm like, all right, me talking to me. It's like my, my shoulder angels are talking to each other. So I'm like, all right, get up. So I got up and I just kept, every time I fell, I just dusted off the snow and I just kept going and it was so fun. It was very scary though. And I hurt myself really bad. I hurt my knee, my left knee really, really bad. And my right elbow really, really bad. Cause I just kept falling very aggressively, but it was such a fun experience. I thought it was so great. It was something different. I was able to get out of the house for a weekend. I just felt so suffocated in my house. It's like you're constantly seeing the same walls every day. So it was a lot of fun. I'm really happy I went. It might be a one-time thing. I don't know if I'll do it again because I was sore for about five days after. Like I think the soreness just started to go away and I got back like a week ago. (laughs) So It was a lot of fun. I don't know if I'll do it again. We'll see. If anybody wants to teach me how to snowboard for next time, then I will accept that. But it was a fun, it was a fun time. So I'm glad I went. Anyways, let's get into today's episode. That's all I did this week. And that's everything going on in the Bachelor scandal. So let's get into it. So just a quick disclaimer before we jump into today's topic. Um, I'm not a therapist or psychologist in any way, shape or form. This information is just based on my own experiences and some small research I have done. Don't take this as your Bible. And always remember that this podcast is for entertainment purposes. Don't take it too seriously. I don't know why. I struggled with the word entertainment there. My bad. Whatever. Let's just power through. Let's move forward. All right. So this episode is all about why we should stop giving people the benefit of the doubt after they've hurt you time and time again. So 
I'm actually a professional at this topic because I'm constantly giving people the benefit of the doubt. Even if someone wrongs me so bad, I just go like, oh, maybe they were having a bad day or maybe it's my fault or this is not really who they are. Like, this is just a really bad side of them. And this has really affected my relationships, not just romantic relationships, but also friendships as well. Because I'm constantly being shown that these are not good people for me, but I still believe that they are good people in general, which is a huge problem. Because once someone shows you who they are, why do you think that they're going to change in the span of a few weeks or a few days? Like, it doesn't really make sense to me. So I don't understand why I'm constantly being shown that these people do not care for me. They don't care about my feelings and they will continue to hurt me. And I'm always like oh it's okay like they're just they're just going through a rough patch they have stuff going on and you know it's my fault I shouldn't have you know upset them and I shouldn't have triggered them in this way and it's like no we are constantly I feel like especially with girls obviously with men too I'm not saying this is just exclusive to one gender obviously but I feel like with a lot of women it's like we're taught to be so passive and I mentioned this, obviously, this was the first episode that I talked about. Um, You're not sorry. It's like women are just taught to be so passive and let other people just walk all over you. That definitely applies to today's topic as well. It's like, even though other people will show us that they genuinely do not care about you, they will walk all over you and treat you like shit and women are just taught to, you know, still see the good in people and just, you know, they're probably just having a bad day and it's probably our fault. You know, it's probably it's probably my fault that I, I asked them that question and that triggered them to yell at me. So but it's not just obviously, like I said, not just with women. This can happen with anybody. But I feel like a lot of people are taught to just be passive and see the good in others. Sometimes there is no good in others. Sometimes people are just shitty people that don't care about you. So that's a big problem. And I'm also constantly seeking for the best in others, which could be a good trait. Like it is a good trait to see the good in others and to see that they are good people deep down inside. But I also think that it's a curse because I can easily be deceived and taken advantage of, you know, I always start started relationships with believing that the person has, you know, pure intentions and that this person is good until they prove me otherwise. I know you're good until you show me that you're not a good person. And it's like, mm, as time went on, I started to realize that people that I let in so easily in my life were the ones that were the quickest to betray me. You know, it's like I should have done a quick screening and asked them a few questions before welcoming them into my life because those people are usually the ones that will just be like, oh, she made me her best friend just like that. All right. Well, let's see what I can get away with. If that makes sense. I hope that makes sense. Um, so it's like you start to notice that the ones that you let in the quickest are the quickest to betray you and you trust them so qu quickly, which is it's not really their fault for taking advantage of you. It's kind of your fault for trusting them so quickly. So I think that this kind of thinking can backfire very quickly as well because people will just think that they can easily take advantage of you and walk all over you very fast. I think you notice when somebody's a pushover and I think you some people will take advantage of the fact that somebody has a sweet spot for them. So that will backfire. However, I do think that everybody will get hurt eventually at least once, twice, 
three times in their life, maybe more, by somebody that they trust, either that be in a romantic relationship, a family member, or a friendship, somebody that you think is close to you will hurt you and will show you that they, they, that they are not the person that you thought they were, which is fine. Nobody can predict the future. Nobody can predict how this person will end up leaving your life. So you can't, like really beat yourself up for not seeing that side of them right away right from the get-go however here's where i get into the big point of the top of today's topic which is once somebody has shown you who they really are letting them back in just because they said that they changed is a big no-no once somebody shows you who they really are and how they really can treat you allowing them to enter your life once again just because they said just because they said the words i've changed is just a recipe for disaster if you ask me. I do not believe somebody has changed until I see actions, until I physically see it with my own two eyes that, damn, this person has definitely changed from where we were in the past. But just taking their word for it, just letting them say, I've changed or I'm going to change and letting them in so easily, like forgiving them and letting them back in, mm, that's such a that's just a mess waiting to happen. You're just asking to get hurt again. So it's like, once they've shown you who, who they really are, stop getting, giving them the benefit of the doubt and saying, oh yeah, they've definitely changed. They, they said they have, so they definitely have. That's a big problem. I'm gonna, you know what, fuck it, fuck it. It's my podcast, I'm gonna do what I want. I'm gonna get into a personal example here. I'm not gonna get too specific and sit you guys down and talk about the ins and outs of this relationship because we don't got the time for that. That will take us many years. <laughs> that will take us many, many hours and I don't want this to be a seven-parter episode so we're gonna keep it short and sweet. I used to be friends with a person um, for a very, very long time actually. I think even in elementary school days, we went way back. Oops, hit my mic, my bad. And um, as time went on and as we grew older together and as, you know, things happen in life, breakups happen, betrayal happens, a lot of shit happens, our friendship was definitely tested. And although this person was constantly showing me that they do not, very, like, they don't care about me, they were constantly taking the side of other people, they were putting me as a second option in their life, just kind of showing me that they don't give a fuck about me. And I was constantly just like, oh, but they were such a sweet friend to me three years ago. And it's like, I was clinging on to this idea that they used to be. And the reality is, people do change. Friends, family members, relationships, people will change. Just because you had a very good friendship with someone in, I don't know, 2014 doesn't mean you're going to have that great friendship with them in 2021. And you know why? Because, of course, people change. New friendships immerse, like new relationships come and go. You get into fights, you get into arguments. And although this person was constantly showing me the kind of friend that they were, that I was a second option, that they did not care for me. They never cared if I was hurt, you know, emotionally, although like breakups would come and go. They weren't really supportive throughout the breakups, kind of just with that. I told you so mindset. And although they were constantly showing me that they are, in fact, not a good person to be in my life, I just was constantly giving the benefit of the doubt, the blah, 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 the benefit of the doubt, the benefit of the doubt. I was just saying like, yeah, but they were so great to me and they were so supportive for me that when, you know, when I got a bad mark in 2016 and it's like, 
you can't cling on to the idea of the person that they used to be because if they're constantly showing you who they are and that they will walk all over you if you let them, then there's no one really else to blame but yourself because you're the one letting them in. And I'm not victim blaming at all. Like I think that a lot of people don't really realize that they're stuck in a toxic relationship or friendship until it's like gone on for far too long. I can definitely relate to that. Um, However, you do have to realize that it's like they were constantly showing you who they really are and they were constantly showing you that they in fact do not care about you or your friendship and you just kept holding on because you didn't want to let that go. It's like who really is to blame here? You know what I mean? Um, I think viewing friendships and your relationships from an outsider's point of view is definitely important. I think I talked about this in the past um, in this in this podcast. It's like taking a step back and viewing your relationships and viewing your friendships and saying, is this really 50 50 is this person bringing out the best in me is this person really there for me like can I call them at 4 4 a.m and they'll be at my house and help me you know is this person there for me you really have to think those things through when analyzing the friendships in your life and it's like if you come to the point where you start to realize it's like this person has shown me that they don't give two shits about me then why are you still keeping them around I understand that it's difficult to let go of friendships and relationships after many, many years. I think friendships, it's definitely harder than relationships because with friends, you just kind of put your all in there and you trust them with your whole heart and soul. And friendships usually do last longer than relationships. So it's kind of hard to end a friendship that has been going on for, let's say, 10 years plus is very difficult. So you need to stop clinging on to the ideas of the person that they used to be and accept the fact that people do in fact change. Sometimes it's for the better. Like I mentioned in my self-growth episode, it's like some people do change for the better. They used to be a shitty person and now they're not. And they're in that path to, you know, figuring themselves out and kind of accepting the negativity that they used to hold and now turning that into like a positive thing and making new friendships and building new relationships with that. However, some people will not change for the better. They will change for the worst. They used to be a great person. They used to be an incredible friend. They used to be there for you night and day. Well, new friends come in people may say negative things about you they may start to construct this idea of who you are in their head um it's not convenient to be your friend anymore they have a new friend group whatever the case may be you gotta let go if somebody is not being a good person and they're showing you time and time again stop giving them the benefit of the doubt and let it go. Okay. Um, I was also reading an article from EliteDaily.com and they said this incredible quote, which I thought was very interesting and kind of powerful. Um, it says, quote, romanticizing people who have hurt you is dangerous, end quote. I think this kind of goes hand in hand with forgiveness. Um, I'm going to have a whole separate episode on forgiveness and forgiving and forgetting and all this stuff and forgiving for yourself, not for another person. Um, however, I did want to touch on this slightly because I feel like forgiveness definitely goes hand in hand with the topic of giving people the benefit of the doubt and kind of seeing the good in other people. Um, definitely because like forgiving someone can be therapeutic for yourself um, because you're finding peace within yourself. Let's say I forgive my ex for hurting me beyond belief. You know, I'm not forgiving them for them. I'm not saying like, oh, I forgive you. Like, I know you're a great person now and you would never do that to me. No, I have no idea what kind of person they are now. However, I forgive them just for myself 
for my own peace of mind, just so I'm not constantly carrying around that negativity and that grudge and that like hurtfulness and I'm not lugging it around with me. You know what I mean? So oh, there I go. You know what I mean? Take a shot, people. Take a shot. I've begun. Um, But in all seriousness, I usually forgive people who have hurt me just for myself, just so I can find peace of myself and I'm not constantly like I'm not carrying around that hatred and it's like when people will ask me about them it's just like oh I don't know mm, hope they're doing great I forgave them I don't really care what they're doing that is so peaceful and it's so freeing because if you're not forgiving someone if somebody brings them up you're just gonna be like oh yeah and talk so much shit and just be like yeah remember when they did this 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 to me I still hate them fuck them I hate this person they ruined me and they destroyed me mm. Which one seems healthier to you guys? Option A or option B? Let me know. So for me, I forgive people just for myself, just so I can let go of that and it can be completely separate. And the term forgive and forget, for me, it means forgive and forget you ever fucking existed in my life. Like I do forgive you. However, I want nothing to do with you. However, there is another way to interpret forgive and forget. And that could definitely be forgive them and forget what they did to you and welcome them back into your life with open arms and just as if nothing ever happened. And uh, 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 that is a big issue. Forgiving someone doesn't mean that you're automatically friends again and you're automatically dating again and you've automatically let them back into your life again. That is not what forgive and forget means. It doesn't mean that you're under any obligation to welcome them back into your life with open arms or to gain approval from this from this person. Forgiving someone can simply just mean I understand what you did. I saw it from your perspective. I forgive your actions. I do forgive you, but not for yourself, not for you. I'm doing it for myself and that's it and move forward. And this is where people tend to get like a little confused because once they forgive someone, they think that I forgave them now and they told me they changed and it's time to be friends again. And, you know, it's time to let them back into my life and allow them and give them the opportunity to put me in a position to put them in a position to allow them to hurt you again. I think letting someone in that has hurt you once And bringing them back in with those same privileges and the exact same position that they you that they were in before allows them to hurt you again. Like I said before, you can forgive somebody for hurting you very badly, but you don't have to give them access to your life again. Forgiving someone for me is for your own peace of mind and for your own gain. So you can feel at peace and you can feel that, you know, that chapter is closed and it's kind of like a closure thing, even though I personally believe that closure doesn't really exist. And, you know, for me, I'll talk about that later in the future. I think I should do an episode on closure. Write that down. Assistant, write it down. I don't have an assistant. It's just my dog here, but whatever. Um, I think it's a way for you to move on. But a lot of people will forgive. And instead of forgive and forget, they are kind of like, forgive and come back. And it's, that's not really how you should do things. And that could be very dangerous to a person's mental health and their confidence. And it could also hurt their overall trust in other people because you're allowing someone who has already shown you the real person who they really are. You forgave them. You're allowing them back into your life. And it's just, it's leaving too much space for you to get hurt again. And I don't like those odds. I don't like that space. And I think if they do hurt you again, then they're just going to be super cautious with their next friendship or their next relationship because then it's going to be like, ooh, what if they hurt me the same way 
you know, so-and-so did? What if they do the same thing that my ex did? Or what if they do the same thing that my ex-best friend did? And it's like, who was to blame for that, though? Who kind of let them back in? You got something to think about. (laughs) Something to think about. You know, Penny, for your thoughts? Um, I think it's like... I think this topic is kind of important and I think it's important for you to know your self-worth and who you are and what you deserve and you do not deserve toxic, selfish or negative people in your life. Even if you have forgiven them, forgiven them, this is like a key point here. Even if you do forgive them for the way that they've treated you, it does not mean that you let them back in because guess what, baby? They got away with it the first time. What's stopping them from doing it again? Once a person sees that they can treat you a certain way and get away with it and have zero consequences, they're going to fucking do it again. Like, it's very, very simple. Like, I think it's really, really important to not let these people have control again, because once they've wronged you for a second time or a third time, fourth, fifth time, then when does it end? When will the cycle end? You're just going to constantly be that person that they will walk all over because you let them. And like I said earlier, I'm really not victim blaming. I'm not saying this is your fault for forgiving them. However, you just have to have a barrier up, you know? Um, you need to be more careful with the people you let back into the into your life once they've shown you their true colors. Anybody can lie to your face. Like kind of like I mentioned earlier with the whole Rachel Kirkconnell situation, anybody can sit in front of a camera and read off a script, but it's the actual actions that matter. Once they have shown you, not told you, there's a difference between being told and being shown. Once somebody has shown you that they have changed for the better, then of course, let them back in. I definitely agree with that. It's like once people can change. I have changed. Oh, and I'm such a different person now. I'm not an incredible saint. I'm not saying that at all, but I'm definitely a better friend and I'm definitely a better, you know, sister, daughter. Like I'm, I'm changing. And that's perfectly fine. And I do show that with my actions. And anybody who knew me in the past can definitely confirm that I'm changing for the better. However, anybody can fucking lie to your face and say anything. Watch, I'll do it right now. I spent the weekend with Harry Styles and he took me snowboarding and it was so fun. And then we went on a yacht in Miami and then he proposed to me, but I had to reject because I'm like, Harry, our lives don't align. And then he's like, all right, love. And he gave me $20,000 and I keep those $20,000 under my bed for a rainy day. You know what I mean? You see, it's so easy to fucking lie. I just did it. And there's no, you fact check it. You can't. Where was Harry Styles on the weekend? I don't know. Where was I on the weekend? I don't know. Coincidence? I think not. So I'm just saying anybody can lie to your face. It's actions that will prove them wrong. And like, guys, don't forgive and forget. Like you can forgive and forget that they ever fucking existed and just move on with your life. That's totally fine. But if you're forgiving and then forgetting everything they did to you and welcoming them back into your life with open arms, this person's going to hurt you again. This person is 100% going to take advantage of you again because they did it in the past. They got away with it. There were zero consequences. Guess what? They're going to do it again. It's very simple to understand. And even me, I've suffered from this time and time again. I'm constantly thinking that everybody's a very good person inside. That's not really the case. Most of the time, people are who they show you who they are. You know, take that in. Once somebody who shows you who they are, believe them. Believe them when they show you the type of person they are. Also, I think it's so draining to constantly be looking for the good in someone. 
it's like you're just looking so hard and you're digging so hard and you're like, I know there's good in them. Like, I know they're a good person and I and I believe them and I, you know, they don't mean the mean things they say to me. It's like you're going to be so exhausted. It's so emotionally draining when you're just constantly looking for something that isn't there. If it's not there, babe, it's not there. Like, you have to accept it. If you're constantly like digging and searching for the good in your partner and you're like, I know they're a good person. Like they don't mean it when they say all these negative things to me and when they hurt me and all this, it's like they're showing you right there. They're giving it to you on a silver platter. You need to believe it. It's going to like, it's going to be so freeing once you let go of these people that are showing you that they're bad people. Believe them. That's pretty much it. It's like you believe all the other bullshit they speak why not believe the one thing that they're literally showing you, you know? And it's like, if they wanted to be a good partner, if they wanted to be a good friend, they would be one. Like I always say, I say this all the time, actions speak louder than words. So somebody can just tell you, oh, I'm going to be the best partner to you and I'm going to spoil you and treat you like royalty and I'm going to be there for you day and night and I will be so supportive and I'm going to build a great life for us. But then in reality, they're not showing you that. They're just on their ass all day, not respecting you, not putting in their effort in the relationship, you're doing all of it. Mm, what, like, are you going to keep believing them? Because I just think that they're speaking a fantasy at this point. They might want to be that person, but if they're just not, then they're just not. And they want to keep you around because you will allow them to walk all over you and you will let people, you know, treat you like shit and constantly give them the benefit of the doubt and say well they say that they're this person or they used to be this person so i know it's deep down in there mm, sometimes you just gotta let go you know some people will only love you as much as they can use you it's so sad to hear but it's true and it's like it hurts it really hurts to like kind of say it out loud because i've experienced that many times it's like people only kept me around for their own personal gain and because they can get something out of me and it's like I wish I was I, I wish I would have seen it earlier however you can't really blame yourself you know if you're like me and you just constantly want to see the good in others you can't blame yourself for being a good person you can't blame yourself for hoping that everybody's a good person however like I said they proved you wrong once stop giving them second third or fourth fifth chances like, that's okay. It's okay if you thought they were a good person. They showed you they weren't. All right. Forgive them and move on. Don't forgive them and keep it going because that's just stupid. I can't defend you there, baby. I cannot defend you there. All right. Once, once is enough, maybe twice, but other than that, but I think that's kind of the end of today's rant. Um, it was a little bit of a quick one. Um, it was a little more personal for me. I hope a lot of people relate to this. I think, I think people can relate to this because I'm constantly like, I think I was a little harsh in this episode because I felt like I was talking to myself. I was talking to my past self. Um, I'm just constantly, you know, wanting to believe that everybody around me is a good person and at the end of the day that's not always the case so I don't want you guys to think that I was yelling at you the whole episode I was just yelling at my past self and it's like wake the fuck up and I kind of want to shake my past self and be like what are you doing why are you constantly letting people treat you like shit and still forgiving them so you know more of the story I think is stop giving people like stop giving people the benefit of the doubt just stop Believe people once they show you who they actually are and stop believing 
words, believe actions. All right. That's very important. So if you have liked today's episode, I would love it if you left me a review on iTunes. Um, It's on the podcast app. Just search up Sit Like Lady. You will see my legs. Click it and leave me a five-star review and why you enjoy this episode and any episodes in the past. That really helps me kind of get an idea and kind of see that I am doing something right and people do enjoy the content that I'm putting out out there. If you don't enjoy the content, let me know why and let me know how I can change it up. I accept constructive criticism always and forever. You can also follow me on Twitter. The handle is at sitlikealady underscore. And if you don't have Twitter for whatever reason, you can follow me on Instagram. The handle is at sitlikealadypodcast. You can also send me an email. You can send me an email at sitlikealadypodcast at gmail.com. If you have an experience you want to share with me or any questions, it could be totally anonymous. I can read it and answer it on the podcast or even answer it privately. Send me your thoughts, questions, confessions, funny stories, your grocery list, or the tweets you have in your drafts. I don't care what it is. I want to hear from you. Anyways, let's see if I even take my own advice. But until then, always remember to keep your mind, heart, and legs open. Bye.